to the Prophecy Club, and we're going to continue this where we left off from yesterday's broadcast. And then we had Texas and, what, 13 other states that tried to sue them in the Supreme Court, saying they didn't do it right, and the Supreme Court wouldn't hear that. That means they're not following the Supreme Court. Second example, would you like another example? Yes, I've got one. Then they tried to impeach Donald Trump when he was already out of office. Again, they're not following the Constitution anymore, not just the Supreme Court, but the House and the Senate. When they tried to impeach Trump for the second time, they're saying, just like I'll read it again, with great struggle, we do not recognize the law of man or of God. So these are evil people in high places that ignore the Constitution, and they are simply doing what they want to do. Why? Are they trying to destroy America? No, that's not their goal. They want to destroy the Christians in America. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, any holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. I can read lots more scriptures, but I'll tell you what's coming. There's about to be Christian blood shed in America by the leftists, the Dems, the communists, the Moloch and the Baal worshippers, the deep state, whatever you want to call them. With great struggle, we do not recognize the law of man or of God and simply find you worthy of death. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. Your time is over, and a new dawn awaits for those who dwell on this earth. That's what the angel said to Coverstone. Let's go on, though. There's more. And at this time, the men standing behind Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam represents the Constitution, specifically America. Uncle Sam came forward and put a noose around Lincoln's neck. So the Constitution, because it died, our, see, Lincoln represents our freedoms. So when the Constitution died, when the all-capital United States of America Corporation dissolved on November the 5th, 2020, we also lost our freedoms. That's the reason they didn't have to treat Trump. They didn't have to listen to him in the courts. They kept saying, you don't have standing. You know what? They were correct. He didn't have standing because he was not a part of their system. Let's go on. So Uncle Sam came forward and put a noose around Lincoln's neck and tightened it. Then they pushed Uncle Sam forward while they threw the end of the rope over the marble brace and handed the end to Uncle Sam and saluted him. Uncle Sam held the rope in his hands for a very long time. He wept and faced Lincoln, saying, I'm sorry, Mr. President. So because the Constitution is gone, there are people that say, I'm sorry, America, but you've lost your freedoms. The man behind Sam pounded Sam about the head and neck, bruising him, and yelled, This time you address him as Mr. Lincoln, nothing more. You know, that's what they're trying to do right now with President Trump. <laughs> I still call him President Trump. He really won the election as far as I'm concerned, so I consider him my president. But there's a lot of people that don't, that don't ever believe he was our president. Uncle Sam looked back at the men and said, You can hang me next for what I've also allowed you to do to my conscience. He started pulling the rope. President Lincoln stood quietly as the rope tightened. He reached, now this is important, he reached back to grab his Bible. He pushed the law books aside and grabbed hold of his Bible, but the jerking of the rope made him drop it to the floor. Is that what they're doing right now with the Equality Act? Is America right now having the law pull us around the neck and we're about to drop the Bible? 
The rope made him drop the Bible to the floor. As his feet left the floor, Lincoln's eyes showed compassion toward his accusers, the elected and appointed men in front of him. As Uncle Sam pulled the rope tight, he would not look at anything but the floor. It was interesting to note in the dream that Lincoln never fought back after the Bible slipped from his hands, meaning, brothers and sisters, the Bible that founded this nation. See, this nation wasn't made great because of our resources. It wasn't made great because of Trump. It was made great because the hand of God lifted it up. Because on November the 11th, 1620, God made a covenant with a group of people on a boat called the Mayflower because they wrote out the Mayflower Compact saying they were starting a new country for the furtherance of the Christian faith, meaning it was to further the Bible, to further the word of the Bible, to to lift up the name of Jesus. So God made America a great nation, and with the passing of the Equality Act, in my opinion, we will be dropping the Bible, and soon we will be going into our captivity. Now, I don't like saying that anymore, and you like hearing it. But that is my job, to hear, to interpret the prophecies, the Bible prophecies, and at best my ability to bring you the truth of what they're saying. Without compromise, without trying to sugarcoat it, just bring you the truth. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen. But I don't report to you. I have to report to the Lord. I have to try to please him. And I think, well, the ones with the right heart appreciate that. Uncle Sam slowly and respectfully dropped Lincoln's body to the floor. He looked back at men saying, I hope you get what you deserve for this. Then he grabbed his chest, dropped to the floor, was dead within seconds with his eyes wide open. The crowd began to scatter, including the elected appointed men. That's your deep state, okay? Then the man appeared that I'd seen in the dreams before. This is the angel. He knelt down beside President Lincoln and said, they didn't have any idea what they were doing. And now the nation needs to brace itself for what they deserve. Let me read that again. That's what's happening right now. They didn't have any idea what they were doing. In other words, when the U.S. Constitution was scrapped, when our freedoms were taken away, right to remain silent, right to an attorney, right to a phone call, right, I mean, innocent until proven guilty, all of those, poof, gone. Those are all gone. All of the, 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 the Bill of Rights, all gone, all gone. That means your, your guns now can also be taken, too. That's one of them. They didn't have any idea what they were doing, and now the nation needs to brace itself for what they deserve, meaning America and all of her sins, those 30,000 There's probably more than that, more like 50,000 aborted babies. All of that innocent blood is crying out to God. We deserve, (laughs) I don't want to say it, it ain't pretty. We deserve it. He then walked over to Uncle Sam, closed his eyes tenderly, tapped the heart area three times and said, Rest in peace, Uncle Sam. Sorry you had to see the ship go down. Meaning, America as a republic is gone. Then the man looked right at me in the dream, and this is the angel again, said, Nation. He specifically said, Nation, brace yourself for fire and ice, and don't forget to anchor your soul. Well, is that the ice we just saw all across Oklahoma and Texas? Is that the ice? And are we also about to see some kind of great firestorm like we've never seen before? I don't know. But I can tell you that right now, my brothers and sisters, right now, right now, 
America is in trouble. Trouble like I've never seen in my 67 years on this earth. Let's jump to the next one. November 16, 2020. This is Benjamin Franklin, A Republic If You Can Keep It. Dream, also Coverstone. I'm only going to read one paragraph. The coal had been squeezed. Franklin was standing there admiring the scene, and he solemnly said very, very clearly, I guess we are no longer a republic. And the father spoke and said, No, it's mine now. No, it's mine now, as is the whole earth. Now, let me explain that. It's saying... It's confirmed. See, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. One of the things that I noticed about the book of Revelation when I memorized it, <laughs> it was kind of annoying <laughs> to tell you the truth, is because on major points, it always said them twice. Like, for example, one of the simple ways is these words are faithful and true. Then in another place, it said, and these words are true and faithful. And I can show you all the way through the book of Revelation the book of Revelation really is two books because the major points are repeated in there. And it got to be so annoying, like, you know, it would say, all people, nations, languages, and tongues. And then the next time it would say, in all tongues, peoples, nations, and languages. And so it, it got to be very frustrating. Oh, man, how many times is it going to say this? It turns the words around. But it says the same thing. In this case, it says, I guess we are no longer a republic. Now, that's a statement. But that's the second time it's been said within the Coverstone dreams. Then, and the Father spoke and said, Now notice that this is repeated twice. No, it's mine now. No, it's mine now. As is the whole earth. See, before Saul was anointed by the prophet to become king, prophet Samuel, before then, Israel had no king. They had no president. They had no government. It was just people that were supposed to be hearing from God and doing what God told them to do. But, of course, he would speak, but they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't follow it. So then finally they said, give us a king like all of the other nations around us. And, of course, that's proved out to be not so good. So then America, about 400 years ago, said, no, 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 let's, let's do it constitutionally. Well, that didn't work either. So now, basically, we're back to being gods. We're truly Instead of one nation under the Constitution, today we truly are one nation under God. And I want to believe that that's going to be good and bring the miracles, and it is. But unfortunately, what the prophets say is it's also about to bring righteousness, justice, and judgment. And that's the part that the flesh is not going to like. Now let's go on to the next one. January 9 through 11, 2021. I'm only going to read part of this, too. It's called Plumb Line from Coverstone again. The man walked up to the church, took off his outer robe and prayer shawl. He appeared, this is the angel, to grow larger than the church. He did not measure the church with a plumb line. Instead, he simply placed both hands on the church, lifted it into the air, and shook it. And he shook it harshly and said, I warned them. Then he shook the church aggressively and violently for several moments. He shook the church more aggressively and violently than the Capitol or Wall Street. Meaning, the church is about to get a shaking. Those people that really believe in the King James Bible, that really believe in what Jesus said, really follow what Jesus said, they're about to be offended. They're about to have to stand their ground. 
But then, of course, the pre-tribbers, well, they have a problem because all of a sudden it's about to be shown that the pre-trib is a big misunderstanding, sorry to say, but it's a big misunderstanding. And those people that taught that were teaching, I want to say out of a good heart, they just didn't understand. And to tell you the truth, before the year 2000, I believe, I mean, you go to the the Christian bookstore, you can't find anything but a pre-trib rapture book. And that's what had happened to me. I didn't know there was another position, not until a prophet pointed it out to me and I switched. That was the year 2000. Now, let's go on down to another point I have to make here. I recognize some of the people who walked out of the church and they denied Christ. They were walking by denying ever knowing Jesus, saying, I never knew him. I don't know him. That's not my church. They were actually embarrassed for ever being part of the church. Why, they had been shaken. So they were walking away. I saw inside the church, I saw damaged pews turned over, broken in half, wood split, pulpit split, lights hanging from the damaged ceiling, tiles, wires hanging, chandeliers hanging, electrical wire hanging out. The old pulpit was still intact. The platform was messed up. The entire church had been shaken from the foundation. Near the pulpit at the front, there were hundreds of people tied together with ropes and chains connected to each other at the altars. There were people clutching their Bibles to their chests so tightly that Bibles had handprints on them from the strong grip on the Bibles. The shaken couldn't rip their Bibles out of their hands. They looked weary and shaken. Some of them had been damaged, but they all had joyful faces. There were smiles on their faces because the shaking was over. Some in the group realized some had passed away from flying debris from the shaking. The ones who remained alive were shedding tears for the lost. They began to clean up the area and kick away the debris, trying to make sense of what had happened. Here it comes. Then the angel appeared. You took warning, and you were good to do so. Your obedience has been noted, and there will be fruit both here and in heaven. Though shaken and broken, you will arise, my bride, and work till I come. I'm saying, if you want to be a part of this last end days move of God, probably, probably, probably your church has not prepared you for it. But that's what the sevenfold miracle crusade is for. It's not just for the miracles to show up. And yes, what we want to do is we ask you to fast for three days. No, not everybody's perfectly clean that comes. But we're going to ask God to make the ground fertile and clean. We're going to do everything we can to, to bring a fertile ground where the Holy Spirit can come in. Not only do we ask people to fast three days, but we also ask them to get water baptized again, filled with the Spirit as with evidence of speaking in tongues. We anoint them with oil that I ask for God to give them the revelation spirit that I got when I memorized the book of Revelation. Leslie lays hands on them and ask them to be given the prophetic gifting of, of a prophet. So there's a lot of things we do to make certain the hearts of everyone there are clean and every, hearts of everyone is correct. And, and, and there's no, see, sin separates us and God. So we're going to make certain to the very best of our abilities that everything is right and perfect. While we can't control the Holy Spirit, we can't say, okay, we're clean enough. We've done everything we can. So come on in, Holy Spirit. Let's see those sevenfold miracles. What we can do is prepare our hearts so that should he decide that this is the time, that there's nothing prohibiting him from coming in.
And then once the miracles begin to flow, and I believe they will, then we want to see a line down the block, several blocks long, coming in, getting what God is handing out to the people. That's my heart for this sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Even if you've gone there, and let me encourage you to go there again, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, read it. I changed some wording. I think it better explains what's going on. Now let's go to the next point I want to make. January 20, 2021. Dana Coverstone again. I'm only going to read about one paragraph here. In the dream, I saw a nursery with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of babies. The Lord was saying there's about to be many saved. A lot of fruit is coming into the kingdom. A great harvest is about to arrive. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Do you want to be a worker? Then you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and you get yourself signed up. Lord, speak to the heart to go and provide the ways, the means, the days off, the transportation, everything they need to come. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's why how you pray too. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. I was seeing thousands of frightened people, so many. The workers could not handle the newborn baby Christians new into the kingdom. See, that's what we're going to do. We're going to help you to like, for example, how do you tell your testimony? How do you lead? Have you ever led someone to the Lord? Have you ever held their hands and prayed the sinner's prayer with them? I can tell you right now, there is nothing better on this earth. There's nothing better on this earth than leading someone to Jesus. To, I'll start getting emotional if I talk about it. To see the, t- the tears running down Chris's face as he was in jail that night. I, if I tell you a story, I'll get all busted up. So, I mean, I'll, I'll go on and maybe tell you that story. Uh, I, I think they want me to tell that story at the crusade. So if you're at the crusade, you'll hear that story about a guy that received Jesus that was in jail. And, oh, man, it was it was powerful. They were changing diapers, feeding them, rocking them, trying to quiet and comfort these infants. There were thousands of, like, day-old babies, new converts into the faith. The Lord was saying, there's about to be an incredible harvest, an incredible amount of fruit to be brought into the kingdom. And... There's not going to be enough people to disciple them, to help, to encourage, to teach, to lead, to guide them. We must prepare. And that's that's what the sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com is for, to get you prepared, to move you from being a worker at doing whatever you're doing at your job right now or at your church right now into being one of those people that we can call when we start going to the sports stadiums and we're needing people to help Pray for people, lay hands on people, lead them to the Lord, pray that they get the baptism of the Holy Spirit so that we've got a whole crew of people. So when we go to the sports stadiums like God has shown us, we have people to call on. If you want to be part of our team that go to the sports stadiums, if you want to be part of Sevenfold Miracles, part of bringing in day-old babies, converts into the faith, if you want to see the tears rolling down their face, as they've accepted Jesus, if you want to see that, if you want to see that, my brothers and sisters, you get to sevenfold miracle crusades. If the Lord is in your heart, if you want to serve, then the shaking is not going to shake you. It's only going to bring you people that will finally listen to what you're saying. Finally listen about Jesus. Finally listen about the last days. January 1 to 4, 2021. Cover stone again. I'm only going to read a paragraph. Then out of the rubble came the man. This is the angel that spoke to him again. Carried them all in his hands, and he placed the helmet back on his head, and he placed them all down on the ground, and he said, 
justice for all is coming. I'll say it again. Justice for all is coming, but will not be seen by the many who needed it desperately. Bracing is required to stay the course, but it will be a course of consequence. Now, let me explain. When it says justice for all is coming, (laughs) that's the day that Jesus returns. That's the day that eternity enters into time. Eternity is darkness, and it spreads the heavens. That's the reason Revelation 6 says, and the heavens roll back like a scroll. Then Jesus, with the morning star, with the breath of his nostrils, he blows out what we would call air, except for it's light. And that light goes to the center of the earth, sets the foundation to the mountains on fire, and it burns up all of the tares in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. And as that morning star, that light, hits the tear, they fall to the ground and pile of ashes and bones. Zechariah 14 says, the tongue consumes out of the mouth, the eyes consume out of the sockets, and the flesh consumes off of the bones before the soldier, or before the people can even hit the ground. But as it hits us, be us dead or alive, in a moment, in that same twinkling of an eye, we get our glorified bodies just that quick. And we get all of our rewards, all of our mantles, all of our crowns, all in that same instant. Justice for all is coming, but will not be seen by the many who needed it so desperately. In other words, it's saying that these 222,450 sealed indictments that so desperately need justice handed out to them, it's not coming now. That's the interpretation. That's what everything I see coming. Bracing is required to stay the course. That means, yes, there might be some physical preparation. <laughs> We've talked about that, you know, uh, corner, uh, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. We talked about heavensharvest.com, promo code STAND to get food. We talked about empshield.com with the promo code PROPHECY to get a device so that your car won't stop and your house won't stop. Things won't get fried there. All of that is important. But the most important thing, is to know the Bible and to know Jesus, the one that wrote that Bible, when the rains come, when the winds blow, and it blows over most of the other houses around us, it won't blow over our house because we're standing on the rock, meaning that we will stand strong in Jesus in this difficult time that's about to come. And I'm calling all of my patriot brothers and sisters. I'm calling all of those people whose moms and dads were Christians, maybe uncles, aunts, maybe grandfather, grandmother, people in your family are Christians, but you sort of kind of like hadn't exactly been too interested in it. I'm calling you. I'm calling you, even if there's not a good Christian church in your area, and there may not, and probably is not, you go down and you get yourself a King James Bible. If you got another one of those perversions, throw it in the trash. You get you a King James Bible, and you start reading it about an hour a day, and you lock and load, and you dig your heart into that book so that you know 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 that you are right on believing in Jesus, and no one can knock you off that even to the point to them removing your head. Bracing is required to stay the course, but it will be a course of consequence, meaning Staying Christian, it's not going to be easy. The easy days, they're over. They're gone. February 8 to 20. Now let's jump. 
to another Coverstone dream, another point I got to make. There was smoke coming out of each of the churches, and there were many believers praying earnestly and loudly in each one of them. They were repenting and confessing their sins in the nation, and their own sins as well. There were many tears and wailing as they lost loved ones, meaning there's about to be some people in America die. Lost loved ones were being brought up in their prayers. They asked forgiveness for being an inadequate witness and for being anchored to sins that they knew were wrong. But they had kept holding on to the chain, and it ruined their walk with the Lord, meaning they kept holding on to sins. You can't hang on to sins, brothers and sisters. You've got to walk away from them. The believers went out of the churches and began to holding their noses and asking God, Why? Why did you not answer our prayers to bring restoration to America? The heavens opened, and the voice of God said, And this, this is talking to Prophecy Club people and all of those people that fasted and prayed in the month of September and October for our nation, and hopefully still praying. The voice of God said, Work with the mud you have been given. Some immediately complained and spoke of the hours that they had prayed, expecting to have a better return on the prayers. Once more the voice said, Work with the mud you have been given. And the voice was much firmer than before. Meaning, our opportunity to see another 40 years given to America, gone. Gone because there wasn't enough people fasting and praying that Trump would get in. And now, now all of that swamp, remember, as you, I've wrote, written down here, 11, 11, 29. I think in the light of all these things going on, you know what I mean, the fake news, the comings of the world, all the bad things that went on, it's called the swamp, and you know what happened, and you know what I did? A big favor. I caught the swamp, says Trump. I caught them all. Let's see what happens. Nobody else could have done it but me. I caught all of this corruption that was going on, and nobody else could have done it. Well, Donald Trump, you should have pulled the trigger. You should have locked the door. You should have rested, rounded up, and served justice to these sealed endowments. You should have, even if it destroyed our nation, because if you don't, our nation is going to be destroyed anyway. If I could only got him to believe that, <laughs> but unfortunately it's too late now. The scene changed to where I was sitting. The entire United States, each group of people, were all trudging through mud towards a cloud. The closer they got to the cloud, the wolves began to make contact, leaving marks. So it's saying that Christians are about to have marks put on them by the wolves, as in by the left, by the Dems, by the Moloch and the Baal worshippers. These people were screaming curses and blasphemous words at the believers in the mud, calling them haters and dividers. There were no specific leaders as they moved along those in the mud, but some threw rocks and sticks that resembled arrows at the ones in the mud. The believers kept pushing towards the cloud. Though they were covered to at their next in mud, they kept going. Then the Christ figure appeared, here's the angel again, in a white robe with angels all around him. He had a scepter in his right hand, and he spread his arms and spoke loudly. My ways are not your ways. Your spiritual legs will be strengthened through agony, and your witness will offend the naive and those who have no fear of me. Bracing gives you way to fire, and those braced must remain on the path. My command is to come out from among them. Separate yourself as the chaff is about to burn, and their smoke will fill the skies. Skipping again, then the Christ figure raised his hand, thrust the scepter toward the earth, and shouted, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me. Stay faithful until I come. Those are some pretty hard words, and it's saying, Church, 
you better get ready. This is not a joke. There's about to be so hard times come to America like America has never seen in their existence. Ask God. Simple. Ask God to be your God. Just say, Jesus, be my God. Jesus, be my God. Second thing, go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Get signed up. It's going to be awesome. You do not want to miss this. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. If you have precious metals needs, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Just say Prophecy Club when you call. It helps us. Same thing, heavensharvest.com for long-term storage food. And the promo code there is STAN, S-T-A-N. Don't know where they came up with that. And then empshield.com. And the promo code there is PROPHECY. All of that helps us, but even more, it helps you. So if you're needing some kind of long-term storage food for food for some hard time, Heaven's Harvest got some of the best. Yeah, they've got the freeze-dried food. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. They can help you with just about any of your precious metals needs. MPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY. You put this device on your car or your house, and then if and when... There is some kind of EMP strike on America, like a nuclear bomb, a suitcase nuke going off. Then your car still starts when no one else's does. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you.